بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. If we look at the the month of Rajab as when we imagine going to a restaurant, so think of the month of Rajab as when you place your order, and then the month of Shaaban you get your appetizers, which is the Islamic month that we're currently in now, and then Ramadan is really the main. It's the main course. That's the main the main meal, and then after that you even have the six days of Shawwal. If you really want that, that, that dessert of, of extra good deeds, that, that cherry on top. So in, in light of the, the idea that, you know, as best we can, we're trying to connect with the Qur'an from now in advance of Ramadan as an appetizer. We want to wet the soil before, before we start digging. The point is there's this importance of, of preparation as we know. As we're going through that, we should notice certain things within ourselves in relation to connecting with the Qur'an. If we look at Surah 55, Allah says, Ar-Rahman Allama Al-Qur'an. Allah chose this name of His specifically as a standalone ayah. Ar-Rahman is ayah number one of Surah Ar-Rahman. It's an entire ayah in and of itself. And then ayah number two, Allama Al-Qur'an. These two ayahs, in reality, give us more than enough food for thought from now until Ramadan and through Ramadan and even after Ramadan for the rest of our lives. Why did the Prophet teach us والسلام, that the best among you are those who learn the Qur'an and teach it? Oftentimes we think that we understand what that means at face value. There's the first layer. And we often think of memorization, but that's not what this is referring to. It's far greater than that. It's far more comprehensive than that. To, to, to learn the Qur'an... And to learn the character that's supposed to be practiced as a carrier of the Qur'an as best as possible. What does that mean? How does it impact your generosity? How does it impact your heart in terms of learning the Qur'an? It's far deeper than just one layer. There are many layers to it. And then teaching it, what does that mean? So if a person takes this concept and they, they, they try to live in accordance with it throughout their lives, then their, their entire life, is it becomes filled with many opportunities for many lessons probably without even realizing it, of teaching different Qur'anic concepts to other people. A person may, their intention is, they go for Jum'ah somewhere, they put a hundred bucks in the sadaqah box and they're on their way, because on their way to, uh, to the masjid, for example, they were listening to Surah Al-Kahf and reciting along with it, and they came across an ayah in which Allah says, those who believe, you have it twice in the surah, once in the middle, once at the end. Maybe they came across the ayah in the middle, and they thought to themselves, those who believe and do good deeds, I want to do a good deed because I'm inspired by this ayah. Okay, I think I have some money when I get to the message, I'll put some money in the box, for example. So they want to practice that ayah. They get there, they do that because that's their niyyah. They want to do it for the sake of Allah to practice that ayah from Qur'an. They may not know that there was someone behind them, it was, it, unbeknownst to them, who saw them do that. And they thought, oh yeah, that's a good idea. You know, I should do that too. Without realizing it, they taught something from the Qur'an. So when we look at these two ayat, Ar-Rahman, Allama Al-Qur'an, Allah is teaching us something very profound here. The main thing that should happen if a person connects more with the Qur'an in a healthy, responsible, balanced fashion, then naturally they should become more compassionate and more merciful. Just, just a creation, just a people, just a, to animals, just a, to God's green earth. They should naturally become more compassionate and become a better person. And I'll conclude with this. That doesn't always happen though. The Prophet warned us, that it, 
at his time, the Prophet warned the Sahaba, he told them, they're going, you're going to come across a people. You are going to think your prayer in comparison to theirs is very little. You're going to think your, he's telling Sahaba, your fasting in comparison to theirs is very little. And they will read the Quran, but it will not go further than their throats. These are who? These are the Khawarij. No doubt this is an extreme example, but the point is, they read a whole lot of Qur'an, but then they justified with the Qur'an killing Sahaba. I mean, it's bizarre, it's so strange. The, the, it's an extreme example, but the main point, just reading Qur'an is not enough. Because they were reading Qur'an, but instead of becoming more merciful, they, become, they became more harsh. They, they became even worse people. So the, 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 the main litmus test in comparison, in, in, in regards to Qur'an, how do I know if I'm benefiting from the Qur'an or not? Truly, because I can think I am. They thought they were. They thought they were. How do I know if I am? Am I becoming more compassionate, more merciful, more kind? And then one branch from that tree of mercy is generosity. Is generosity. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. We ask Allah to help us to connect with the Qur'an as best we can. We ask Allah to give us the sweetness of that soul food. We ask Allah to gather all of us in paradise, Amin Rabbil Alameen, and to turn all of our hardships into ease, Amin Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhiru da'wana, alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.